morning and welcome to St. John's Lutheran Church Facebook Live Worship. I'm uh, DCE Jennifer Hills here in Alexandria, Virginia in our church narthex. And this is Pastor Braun Campbell. Good to be here. Yeah, good to be here. We're glad you're with us. Welcome to worship. We have some people with us digitally. Susan Gobean, our director of music, is providing our music um, digitally. Pretty awesome. And um, Jan Swicord is serving as our moderator in our Facebook worship. So Jan's here to answer any questions you have. Go ahead and put them in the text. You can find our worship bulletin today down below in the comment section. Um, you can find all any information that you need, our website, um, our weekly word, everything like that. Jan will be posting all that, links to all that information in the comment section below. You can also go to our website, which is www.sjlc.com for more information about our congregation. So, anything else? In case you're wondering, where's Pastor Mia? Oh, that's right. Today? I forgot the most important thing. <laughs> Pastor Mian is taking a much-needed vacation today. He's taking a little break because um, Pastor Campbell has only a few more Sundays with us. So once he's gone, Pastor Man will be our sole pastor. So he is taking a little break, much needed today. So that's why I am here. And a happy, happy anniversary <laughs> to Pastor Man and uh, his wife June as well. Oh yeah, so, so happy anniversary. It's a good thing, good thing to be able to celebrate this weekend. So, yeah, we're ready to go. All right, so um, please use your bulletin online. The bulletin is online, and we're going to begin worship this morning. So let's begin. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. O Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth shall declare your praise. praise. Glory, Glory be, be to, to the Father, and to the Son, and to the, Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as, it as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O, o come, come, let us worship him. him. O come, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hands are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Today's psalm is taken from Psalm 91, verses 1 through 16. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. He will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day. Nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, 
the Most High, who is my refuge. No evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder. The young lion and the serpent will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him, because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and will honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Let us pray. O God, because your abiding presence always goes with us, keep us aware of your daily mercies, that we may live secure and content in your eternal love. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. We have a hymn we're going to sing, How Clear Is Our Vocation, found in your worship bulletin. Cease to look to you, the 
<clears throat> our worship continues with the readings today. Our Old Testament, our first reading is from the Old Testament, the book of Jeremiah, chapter 20. O Lord, you have deceived me, and I was deceived. You are stronger than I, and you have prevailed. I have become a laughingstock all the day. Everyone mocks me. For whenever I speak out, I cry out. I shout violence and destruction. For the word of the Lord has become for me a reproach and derision all day long. If I say, I will not mention him or speak any more his name, there is in my heart, as it were, a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I am weary with holding it in, and I cannot. For I hear many whispering, terror is on every side. Denounce him, let us denounce him, say all my close friends, watching for my fall. Perhaps he will be deceived, then we can overcome him and take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me as a dread warrior, therefore my persecutors will stumble. They will not overcome me. They will be greatly shamed, for they will not succeed. Their eternal dishonor will never be forgotten. O Lord of hosts, who tests the righteous, who sees the heart and the mind, let me see your vengeance upon them, for to you I have committed my cause. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has delivered the life of the needy from the hand of evildoers. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Our epistle reading today comes from Romans chapter 6. It also contains our memory passage for this week, so please join in reading with me verse 23 at the end of the pericope. We, we hear the word of the Lord. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal bodies, to make you obey their passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under law, but under grace. What then? Are we to sin because we are not under law, but under grace? By no means. Do you not know that if you, if you, pre if you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience which leads to righteousness. Thanks be to God that you who were once slaves of sin have become obedient from the heart to the standard of teaching to which you were committed, and having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. I am speaking in human terms because of your natural limitations. For just as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness, leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves to righteousness leading to sanctification. When you were slaves of sin, you were free in regards to righteousness. But what fruit were you getting at that time from the things of which you are now ashamed? The end of those things is death. But now that you have been set free from sin and become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification and its end, eternal life. For the, the wages, wages of sin is death, death. but the, the free, free gift, gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. The Gospel reading from Matthew chapter 10. The twelve Jesus sent out, instructing them, Brother will deliver brother over to death, and father his child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake but the one who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in one town, flee to the next. 
For truly I say to you, you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the disciple to be like his teacher, and the servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house visible, how much more will they malign those of his household? So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered and that will not be revealed, or hidden that will not be known. What I tell you in the dark, say in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? And not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. But even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore you are more valuable than many sparrows. So everyone who acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge before my father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will deny before my father who is in heaven. In many and various ways, God speak to his people of old by the prophets. But now in these last days, he has spoken to, to us, us by his, his son. son. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our uh, gospel text this day, which we just read from Matthew chapter 10, serves as the basis for the message. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. You should be afraid, right? We're living in a time where there's so much going on that has disrupted life as we know it. Now, sometimes that disruption has been for the worse, other times for the better. Yeah. The ongoing pandemic, it seems to be entering a new phase where the infection rates are rising in our nation. Employers, employees are contending with the economic impact of months-long closures and restrictions, many of which are still developing as we continue to see these conditions shift around us. The pervasive nature of racism in our society and its accompanying history of injustice, they're out in the public consciousness, potentially now more than at any time in our past. And within the church, we're looking at how we're going to relaunch in-person worship while continuing to connect people to Christ with new tools and technology. This is a disruptive time, and we don't really know when any of this disruption might end. You should be afraid, right? Fear. That's the natural response to an uncertain world such as this. When you don't know how events are going to play out, you might very well, very well fear how much hardship all this disruption is going to be bringing into your life. What about that disruption that Jesus is speaking about in today's gospel text. Because he's describing a fearfully significant level of difficulty that will come upon his apostles, his sent ones. And it's his message that's going to be sparking it. He's sending them out into this broken world to disrupt the hold that sin has on people's lives. And the brokenness, it'll react. It'll fight back. Jesus knows this. Jesus knows what the world will do to him. Because Jesus has come not to disrupt the hold that sin has over his creation, but to break its hold. So when he sends 
his apostles and sends us today with that reminder that the disciple is not above his teacher nor a servant above his master. We hear what life will be like. We get to participate in Christ's mission to bring healing to our broken world. And we should expect that the brokenness of this world will fight back. Should be afraid, right? Fear. That's the natural response. But, but here's the thing. You have a supernatural reason for hope. You've got a loving Father. Your Heavenly Father holds you to be indispensable. He will never neglect you or disregard you. Your Heavenly Father is better than any earthly father could ever be. Because God the Father knows you even better than you know yourself. Your Father in Heaven understands what you truly need and He knows the best time to meet or even exceed that need. Even in the darkest and most difficult times, the one who has counted the number of hairs on your head remembers you. And for some of you, it's easier to count those hairs than others. <laughs> but as a Christian, as someone who is being discipled by Jesus, who is being led and shaped in your journey through this life, listen to his words today. Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. You see, Jesus calls you to life which is freed from the fear of the world. There's pandemic in the world. Do not fear it. There's social turmoil in the world. Do not fear it. There's hardship in the world that it will bring for all those who will follow Jesus. Do not fear it. Expect such things, yes, but do not fear them. Your Heavenly Father cares for you, and His care is a greater power than anything that the world might send your way. Indeed, as Jesus tells His disciples, your Father in Heaven is the only one of whom any of us should have reason to fear, for He created us in body and soul. His love for you is perfect, and it's that perfect love that sent God's Son into our broken and fear-filled world to bring you back home, to welcome you back into the Father's arms. It's that perfect love that can give you courage on your way. And as we, his children, confess Jesus in this world, we will be welcomed into our Father's presence. Now you and I, we can look and hope to the same God to whom Jeremiah prayed. The prophet had been imprisoned in the stocks by an unfaithful priest, someone who didn't like the message that Jeremiah delivered from the Lord. And when Jeremiah was set free, though, he couldn't help but continue proclaiming that message. The prophet knew that God is that dread warrior who would win victory over all those who would oppress God's people. And since we're talking about fear, it might help to understand this image that Jeremiah uses because the Lord is as an unstoppable, mighty warrior who inspires fear in his enemies as he acts to bring justice. If the Lord is standing against you, you'll want to reconsider which side you're on. Now, when the Lord called you to be his own, 
what else ultimately do you have to fear? We heard in Psalm 91 this morning, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. With the company of the apostles, you've been called into the family of Christ. You have refuge Mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus, the name which the Father placed upon you in holy baptism. Mm -hmm. And in that name above all names, the indispensable name of Jesus, you are set free from fear because nothing can take away from you the new life that he has given. This is a gift that our Father wants to give to all people. Jesus sent out his apostles with an indispensable message. He's sending you too. It's natural to be afraid. You and I are part of the Father's kingdom, the kingdom that comes to us through Jesus. And in a world where disruption brings hardship, where it causes people to live in fear, The message of life in Christ is indeed indispensable. It can't be neglected or discarded if people are going to truly live. Wherever God sends us, we get to show the people that we meet that they are valued in their Heavenly Father's sight. He remembers them. They are indispensable. Our Lord sends us to bring good disruption in the world. Even if the world might fight back against us, God is on our side as the one who has come to bring healing. And so we go. Show love to others who have experienced suffering due to the pandemic. Show love to others who have experienced suffering due to racial turmoil and social injustice. Show love to others who have felt disconnected from God and his church. Set free from a life of fear, taking courage in Christ. Go where Jesus is sending you. Go, as St. Paul calls us, as servants of righteousness. Go where the Son sends you. Have confidence that our Father values you and remembers you. Because he holds you to be indispensable too. Amen. And now as the people of God in Christ, we join in a hymn uh, for this day, which I think fits well with everything that we've heard so far in the readings about God as our foundation and support. We sing, How Firm a Foundation.
we join to profess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. As Jennifer said earlier, welcome. We're glad that you are here with us today online or wherever you might be. Uh, we give thanks to God for the opportunity to be with you in this format. As we're looking ahead, though, uh, we're looking forward to seeing you back in person here. So we're going to be relaunching on-site worship services here starting the weekend of July 5th. So with that, we're going to send out more information via email. It'll all be posted on St. John's website at sglc.com. Uh, but just as a, a brief kind of synopsis here, those on-site services on July 5th, there will be one service on-site welcoming, welcoming you to come back in person. That'll be at 9.30 a.m. That's the time we normally have for our a combined summer worship service. Mm -hmm. So 9.30 a.m. on Sunday, July the 5th. Advanced registration will be required for that so we can make sure we have enough space for everybody. Uh, we've got uh, a lot of uh, things going on thanks to the work of our relaunch team. Uh, they are very much getting everything prepared. The sanctuary has uh, box seating, I guess you could call it, all, yeah. all set out there. So we're looking forward to VIP that. VIP seating. That's right, VIP. Everybody VIP coming. Seating. VIP. <laughs> so. That'll be Sunday, July the 5th. That service at 9.30 will be live streamed from the sanctuary with the, uh, the new equipment that we have in there. But we will also continue to have, uh, at least for the time being, this uh, kind of fireside, fireside chat, chat yeah. format service in the narthex. And that will be live streamed at uh, 10.45 a.m. Yes. So that's time the time change. we normally have our 8 o'clock or our, our Sunday late service. Uh, so that is a time change from what you're used to now over these past few months. So 9.30 a.m., 10.45 a.m. Uh, will both be live stream services, two different settings, two different formats, but still live stream, so you will be able to interact with each other on that. Uh, we give thanks to God for the opportunity to continue meeting in that way. So more information will be available. Watch for that as it comes. Uh, we thank you uh, for all those who have continued to support the ministry here at St. John's over these past many months. Uh, you're welcome to continue doing so via online contributions, sglc.com slash give has more information on how to do so but you can mail in your offering envelopes as many uh, have continued doing uh, or you can bring those by the church office or you know next weekend uh, no not next weekend two weeks two weeks I'm getting ahead of myself mm -hmm. on July 5th you can bring those with you for on-site service and we can uh, collect those as well but you can continue giving online uh, well into the future too even when we get back to the full on-site services it, it works out works out really mm -hmm. well uh, so all that's information about things coming up there uh, on uh, June, no, not June, July 18, uh, one uh, special announcement there. So we've had a shift in date for the farewell uh, event for, for my family as we head out to Illinois to serve the congregation there. Um, that farewell event will be a uh, kind of a tailgate format, is that yep. fair to say? Yeah. Uh, taking place in the, the church parking lot in Westside property. We're going to have uh, some food trucks and and things like that too. A, so it's gonna be great. Epic, epic. I heard, I heard epic. It's gonna be epic. 
So yeah, it's gonna be uh, that'll be uh, is that six o'clock? I think starting, so. Starting six yeah. o'clock on Sunday afternoon yeah. evening. July, um, so it's gonna be hot. We wanna. Ju- yes. Yeah. We don't want it to be too we hot. We don't do so, midday. So yeah. July eighteen. And then uh, the farewell service and sermon and everything will still be on July 19th, uh, July 19th mm-hmm. that Sunday, uh, for the um, on-site and stream services. So uh, our time is, is, is drawing to a close Jeez. with the people of St. John's here. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing as many of you as possible uh, when we come back together, either for the, the on-site services here or for uh, that farewell event on Saturday, July the 18th. So I think that's all the announcements that I have here. Um, anything else that you can think of? No, I think that's it. Yep. So uh, just a couple things to note. Next weekend, uh, our on-site communion schedule will look a little bit different if you're used to coming in for the in-person, uh, for, for communion, uh, because we are going to be testing a few things out in advance of the July 5th weekend. So more information will be available, too. If you go to the regular uh, communion sign-up page, if you go to the sglc.com, slash live page right on there's a link to sign up for communion appointments uh whatever the appointment is we have for next weekend it will be on there so you can uh you can sign up for jan will post it in the comments and yes and uh thank you jan for uh moderating for us and and hosting for us today Mm -hmm. so that's all the announcements that i have here so we can go ahead and continue with the service we do so uh, joining together in uh, the prayers of the church with the benedictus praising god for his work among us Blessed be the Lord, the God God of Israel. Israel. He He has come come to his people and and redeemed them. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet in the way of peace. Glory, Glory be, be to, to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was in the beginning, is now, now and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Continue with the prayers of the church, the prayers of the people, excuse me. Um, I will um, end each prayer with, Hear us, O God, you can say your mercy is great, wherever you are. Let's pray. <clears throat> Let us pray. O God, our dwelling place in all generations, look with favor upon the homes of our land. Embrace husbands and wives, parents and children, in the arms of your love, and grant that each, in reverence for Christ, fulfill their duties you have given them. Bless our homes, that they may ever be a shelter for the defenseless, a fortress for the tempted, a resting place for the weary, and a foretaste of your eternal home with you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Giver of all life, you graciously blessed your servant Abraham and Sarah with a son. We pray that you would bestow the gift of children on those husbands and wives who seek to become parents. 
guiding them in the way that you would have them go. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Jesus, our Lord, you spoke words of promise to your apostles, assuring them of their value in the Father's eyes. Grant that we, your people, in this day may experience the hope that you have brought into our lives through your life, death, resurrection, and ascension. In your mercy, bring an end to the pandemic that has caused so much disruption and pain in our world. Graciously deliver the healing of body, mind, and soul that you, that you best know your people need. We pray especially for anyone um, afflicted with the uh, coronavirus, and we ask that you would give them strength, hope, and confidence in your abiding love and care. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Heavenly Father, you have given us your word, trustworthy and true, your son Jesus. As we look ahead to the day when he comes again, remember in your grace all those touched by death. Today we especially pray for the cousin of Maritza Guerra, our director of our Early Children Education Center. Her cousin Vilma um, has died um, from the coronavirus yesterday in Peru, and we pray for Vilma. We ask that you give them peace, of, um, that you give them peace of your risen son, Jesus the Messiah. Grant that one day we may share in the joys of those who now rest in your presence. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Holy Spirit, you bring us together as the Church of Christ. Guide and bless the efforts of all those who are working to relaunch worship services here in your house, among us at St. John's. Bring us together in person once again, guarded against illness and isolation, that we may enjoy and fellowship, make possible uh, for your people. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Taught by our Lord, and trusting his promise, we are bold to pray. Our, Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve you. Amen. Amen. We join in our sending hymn, Let Us Ever Walk with Jesus, as a reminder that he is the one who continues to keep us in his care all the days of our life. Oh, oh, oh. 
Oh, 